And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Covering down on some ground across the great state of Alabama. I'm talking about this show is way on down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gaston, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, all thrown in just for good measure. It just, I think I can I think I can say that in my sleep. <laughs> uh, text line blew up. By the way, if you want to text in, call in. It's the same number for both. 833-687-4448. That's uh, colloquially known as 833-68-RIGHT. Um, so, yeah, come on and join the fun. We got a bunch of, in fact, uh, a welcome to uh, Marianne from Huntsville, brand new texture on there. Also sent me a link, by the way. Uh, I need to take a look at it. I haven't had a chance to yet. That explains why we're having tornadoes in January. And I'm, I mean, I can imagine why it is, but it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, ain't the norm. Um, who else have we had on there? Jason from Huntsville. Uh, let me go back to his real quick. Jason from Huntsville. Um, he, he, he texted in about the uh, monologue I just did about asking questions. And he said, especially now that data flows more freely, freely when statistics are telling me a story doesn't jive with the TV journalist, end quote. He says, you're dang right I'm going to ask questions. The mass media and the leftist think tanks don't expect brilliance from middle Americans and hillbillies, even though we built those moon rockets. Um, so, yeah, and he went on to, to say there's a few things that basically he can always look at as, um, you know, sort of, I guess, telltale signs, like incredulity by journalists that don't understand math or balking and hem-hawing by politicians. Anyway, Jason from Huntsville, thank you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, I told you about Marianne from Huntsville being new on the line, and then Joe from Owens Crossroads. Let me go back to his real quick. He says, you guys ought to find a way to broadcast from Huntsville on, on he says, on a Thursday. I'm not sure if he means this Thursday. On a Thursday, fall or spring, German beer garden and dinner under the Saturn V starts at 1700. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> how, do, how, do, how do we do this, Boomer? I believe we should do this. Make this happen. I, I'm ready. Well, <laughs> you're my technology man, so you we'll you, get it. I'm gonna get everything ready so that we can uh, get out there and uh, do this thing remotely. So, okay, the show goes off at 1700. That's five o'clock for all you civilians. Um, and uh, so, basically, we could broadcast live from the Saturn Five, and then how cool would that and be? And then hit the beer garden. That would be awesome. I am. I'm all in. <laughs> and Joe from Owens Crossroads, if we do it, you have to be there. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, what else I had, I had somebody else's, I was going to read and I forgot which one it was. Oh, I know somebody was just texting me in saying the, the Saturn one rocket at the, um, at the, uh, what do you call that? The welcome station. I'm sorry. I couldn't think what I was trying to say. The rest center out there on the interstate. Uh, he said, we got to fight to keep it. And, uh, and then it was also said on the text line that the, uh, the, the Saturn five, at the Space and Rocket Center, the one standing up outside is actually a mock-up, which I don't think I ever knew that. It's a mock-up that was repainted in the last few years, and the actual one is the one that is uh, sideways in on display inside. You can see it through the windows of the Davidson Center there at the Space and Rocket Center. So there. I have now covered down. text. And by the way, I didn't even get to all the text messages. You want to text in? 833-687-4448. Let me reach behind me for my notes. There we go. Uh, already highlighted, hold them up to the camera. You can see proofing my resources for today's show, the paper chase. So yeah, this is, this is really unfolding badly for the Biden administration. I mean, I got to look at it and go, look, y'all, it's who's your PR consultant. Who's your, who's your disaster go-to PR consultant. Somebody please 
help Corrine Jean-Pierre because she's floundering. She's like treading water, man. Barely got her nose above water. Someone throw the girl a lifeline because you're giving her nothing. And, and you know, and, and Corrine Jean-Pierre irritates the stew out of me anyway. But at the same time, she can only work with what she's got. And if you're sending her out there to the wolves, the press, without arming her with the right answers or giving her the authority to say certain things, then I don't know what's expected of her. In fact, I would think that's got to be a high burnout job. There have been some folks I thought did an amazing job at it. I thought that President Bush, uh, the, the second younger President Bush, George W., I thought he had the best um, probably of any that I've seen. Uh, he had uh, First, he had Tony Snow who I thought did a very good job. He commanded the, the, the podium, and, and he, didn't, he didn't do it in an overbearing way, but the press loved him, and um, he had the respect of the media. So Tony Snow, who left Fox to go and be President Bush's uh, press secretary, did an amazing job, and when he died unexpectedly, I think it was, was it cancer or a heart attack, I've forgotten now, when Tony Snow passed away, Dana Perino uh, came on. And uh, I still think Dana Prino did an amazing job. Now, you know, quite a difference there. They had to put something for her to stand on because it went from Tony Snow being over six feet tall to her being like, I don't know, five foot nothing. But, um, but she did a great job. Uh, and you're just not seeing that right now. I mean, they've got to quit trying to hire people that just, you know, break glass ceilings and find some people that can actually relate to the media. But Corrine Jean-Pierre has got nothing to work with, man. What a thankless job. Okay, here I go. I'm going to go out there again with no answers. I'll read some notes. I'll say the same thing over and over again. I'll smirk and I'll be smug, and then I got to go, and I'll see you tomorrow. That's her job right now. Well, so the whole thing about the Biden classified documents is the most ham-handed, inarticulate, roughshod manner of handling a crisis I think I've ever seen. First of all, they got way out ahead of their skis when they mocked President Trump back in, you know, last August. And they sent the Department of Justice to raid the former president's personal residence. A residence, by the way, that was guarded by Secret Service, had massive security, had a wall around it. All the documents were kept in boxes and locked in a basement closet. Knowingly. Knowingly. They knew where to go to get them despite the fact that they searched other rooms. They knew where they were because he had told them. Now, he told me he wasn't going to give them to him, but they said, well, if you're going to keep them for right now, do it like this. And he said, okay, I'll do that. And they did that. Biden, on the other hand, what we're finding out now after he came out in September and said, I just, I think to myself, how could anyone be so irresponsible? I mean, wow. And yet we find out now at the same time that there was an oh crap moment going on in the Biden administration and or somebody related to Biden. And they were like, uh, I think we better go back and look. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to, we may never know the full story here, but someone knew something. Someone said, Hey, uh, Joe, I mean, you just said that about Trump, but listen, last time I was at your office, you, you had some documents there at the Penn Biden center. Uh, when I was helping you move boxes in the garage uh, to park the Corvette, I didn't we see a top secret? Hey, the cleaning lady said when she was cleaning your study at the house in Wilmington, Delaware, um, that she was uncomfortable with these. I don't know. We're gonna. I'm making this up. But what's going to wind up happening is sooner or later we're going to realize somebody knew there was stuff, and they had to go. Oh shoot! And they went to find them.
after Biden had already gotten out there and mocked Trump, after he sent the Department of Justice, whether he did it personally or not, we'll never know, but it was his Department of Justice regardless, after they went and raided a personal residence of the former president, now, ta-da, hypocrisy reigns because we find out that whereas at least Trump had him in a box in a closet in a facility guarded by the Secret Service, Biden was just like scattering him to the wind, just dropping him like breadcrumbs, man, just leaving himself a trail of classified documents. Where do I feel like sitting down today? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me wipe that seat down with this classified document and then throw it away in the trash can right next to me. It's just unreal. What we're also finding, though, here's the first story. You ready? Townhall.com, piece that came out yesterday. That this is um, this is a level of hypocrisy that it's hard to imagine. You know, in today's modern age, it's hard for you to say or do something without it becoming memorialized and able to come back on you. Townhall.com reports that while Biden and the Democrats were hammering Donald Trump for months over the Mar-a-Lago raid last summer with Joe saying he handles such sensitive materials of special care, that suddenly we're finding out that in the past he has denied the nomination or the confirmation of an individual because he said they were reckless with classified documents. Kid you not. I've never heard this story. This is one of those side stories that just builds the overall picture. Story is that back during the Carter era, um, Biden was a rising star in the U.S. Senate back then. He was a, a new member of the Intelligence Committee, and the Intelligence Committee had been established just a little bit before that. I think he might have been a plank holder. He might have been one of the first members of the first Intelligence Committee, which was established in the wake of the Nixon administration, that Biden got together with Republicans on the Intel Committee to kill the nomination of a CIA uh, a guy who was being nominated by Carter to be the director of the CIA because the guy was a critic of the CIA and some of the establishment back then didn't want him. His name was Ted Sorensen. You can look it up, Ted Sorensen. Ted Sorensen had admitted in a prior affidavit that he had taken classified documents to help write the biography of his longtime friend John F. Kennedy. And he had also spoken out in defense of the whistleblower in the Pentagon Papers scandal. Well, that was just too much. And so what we know now is that on the record, you can find where now President Biden, then Senator Biden, basically colluded with Republicans to deny his confirmation on the basis that Sorensen was considered to be someone who did not take classified documents seriously. <laughs> you can't make this up says Biden gave the aura of supporting the nomination before delivering a haymaker to the nominee about his improper acquisition of classified materials. Biden sided with Senate Republicans to kill the nomination, which Sorensen, who passed away in 2010, said was an event that should have awarded Biden a prize for political hypocrisy in a town that was noted for political hypocrisy. Um, so fast forward now. Here we are, what, 40 years later? And he's president of the United States and while he's vice president, what's he doing? Carting away documents, squirreling them away in his garage next to his Corvette, leaving them behind in the closet in his office at the Penn Biden Center with, you know, no one watching over the place. There's zero skiff. There's no one, you know, doing logs at his house where they find more. You don't know who's been in or out. 
Meanwhile, you got investigations ongoing about Hunter Biden and his access to foreign countries who, for all we know, had access to the house where the documents were being kept and, and they were labeled top secret. And yet Biden in the 70s is killing the nomination of a guy for CIA director because he, uh, quote unquote, uh, where'd it go? Quote unquote, had improper acquisition of classified materials. Can't make this stuff up. All right, I got a bunch of those side stories that I think add to the overall flavor. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back and jump back into them. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys stay tuned. Oh, it gets deeper. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative and just plain right steve from tennessee just texted in just saw it uh steve you're welcome to call in and say this if you want to but he says he says trump held on to documents that exonerate him joey b has held on to documents that incriminate him that's his two cents he says (laughs) that's you know what that's a that's a that's a fair assumption and i think that's probably an educated assumption right there because yeah think about it um, Trump held on to things that when someone says, you know, well, you did this or didn't do that, he can say, here's a piece of paper. What do you think of me now? Whereas Biden, he's got stuff tucked away that if we could read it, mm, might tell you what he said to the people in Ukraine that were investigating his son being on the Burisma board or might tell you what was really being said behind closed doors when they shipped a pallet full of cash to the uh, Iranians in the middle of the Iran nuclear exchange or nuclear deal. Um, so many things, so many, I have so many questions. Speaking of questions, uh, justthenews.com. I mean, number one of the triple dipper paper chase. We're still going to be on this past the top of the hour. I would imagine justthenews.com headline, Obama ethics chief slams Biden's inexcusable neglect of the most basic security protocols protocols. Now that's interesting. Keep in mind, that's the Obama ethics chief. That's the person that was appointed under the Obama administration for which Joe Biden had been the vice president. Says former government ethics director Walter Schaub, an Obama appointee, said the discovery of classified documents in President Joe Biden's home and former office, quote, reflects an inexcusable neglect, end quote, of basic security procedures. He said it's nothing like Trump. Now, he, he went on to he kind of took a swipe at Trump here. He said it's nothing like Trump's deliberate refusal to return classified records demanded by the archives. But Biden's own retention of classified records reflects an inexcusable neglect of the most basic security profiles. Basically, what he's protocols, what he's basically saying is, yeah, it doesn't excuse Trump and his words from um, not turning them over when they were requested to be turned over. But in Biden's case. It, it the, in Biden's case, you couldn't even, I mean, there was, there was no way you could say, well, there were some protocols being adhered to. At least Trump, like I said earlier, I don't want to harp on this for the whole show, but well, I mean, it's worth it, I guess, is that Trump kept them in a manner that indicated a care and concern. Now, was he not turning them over as requested? Apparently, but he also had his lawyers engaged in the process and they were negotiating the possible turnover. But then Biden... Did anyone even know he had those? In fact, it's funny you should ask that question, Phil. 
as I talk to myself. I said to myself, I said, self, because that's what I call myself when I talk to myself. I said, self, isn't it interesting that no one knew those documents were there? Story on Fox News. This is one of those side stories, y'all. I'm, I'm giving you all the side stories that build the entire picture. One of the side stories is Fox News dated yesterday. National Archives had dismissed claims of mishandled Obama-Biden documents weeks before the first batch was found. What? Yeah. Says the National Archives dismissed reports about mishandled documents from the Obama-Biden administration as being false and misleading just weeks before the first batch of classified documents were uncovered at the Penn-Biden Center. Really? So here we have a situation where what apparently happened was they found the documents or they did the raid on Mar-a-Lago with Trump, right? Says the National Archives then responded thereafter to questions about the documents on October the 11th, less than a month before classified documents would then also be found at the Biden think tank in Washington. Because remember, they found them November 2nd. We know about it now, but they found the first tranche of documents on November 2nd of last year. So less than a month before classified documents we found at the Biden think tank, the archives argued that all documents from the Obama administration have been securely moved to locations that met strict archival and security standards. <laughs> really? They went on to say, quote, reports that indicate or imply that those presidential records were in the possession of the former presidents or their representatives when they left office or that the records were housed in substandard conditions are false and misleading, said the National Archives and Records Administration. So basically, they, they basically said, Biden doesn't have any documents. No, come on. The only problem in the world, says the archives, is the Trump, you know, retention of documents. There's nothing else missing from the Biden, Obama-Biden, you know, era. They've all been, quote, securely moved to locations that met, quote, strict archival and security standards. Really? So I'm, what I'm gathering there is if you put them in a cardboard box— in a garage next to a green Corvette that somehow that meets a new archival and security standard. I don't think so. What we're seeing, though, is a complete and total look aside. Like the, the, whole, the whole nothing to see here, everybody keep moving, all is well, disregard the man behind the curtain. It's wrong, y'all. And I'm not done yet. I mean, I've got, I've got articles from Daily Wire. I've got articles from, more articles from Fox. I've got, I've got other side stories, one from Breitbart. I'm, I'm, all the side stories, to me, are the real story. Because this side story clearly indicates, y'all, that the same people who reported President Trump to the Department of Justice resulting in a raid on his personal residence are the same people who totally blew off the idea that Joe Biden could even have documents because they've all been accounted for, except they hadn't. And now we know it. And he blew off the protocols, according to the ethics chief of his own administration. For the love, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, local, state, national, sometimes the international. We cover down on all of the issues and like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hour number two. I don't know how that's possible. Man, I, flies by. I feel like I just just played the camel a minute ago, and that was what? Actually, I was going to ask. Did you have to raise your hand? I, I did if, just raise my hand, you, guys. If you guys can see the camera, <laughs> he actually raised his hand, like like way raised his hand. I did, because, you know, I really wanted to play the camel again. I think it's a good idea. Ah, it's, Hit it. Oh, guess what day it is. <laughs> guess what day it is. Mike, 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 Mike. 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 What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! All right. Yeah, that's see. That just, <laughs> yes, it's great. Just makes me happy. All right. Uh, I am still in number one of the triple dipper. I'm going to keep moving through it till I give you all the side stories. These side stories, in my opinion, are the ingredients. These are the flavoring. These are the spices that are making the, the main story. Don't take it all at face value. And that's, that's the thing here. This segment is designed to show you there's more than just the face value. Oh, they found some documents. Hey, they shouldn't have been there. That's the face value. It's all the side stuff that makes the difference. Okay, here's one. I had somebody on the text line a moment ago asking about, you know, the whole thing about the attorneys were the ones finding the documents. Yeah, Uh, here you go. Daily Wire, dated yesterday. Department of Justice declined to monitor Biden attorneys' search for classified docs at the president's home, a report says. Wow. So let me get this straight. The Secret Service... And the FBI, let me pick it back. The Secret Service is guarding Mar-a-Lago. The FBI conducts a raid and sees documents that were under lock and key in a box in the basement where they had been instructed to put them by the archives. Huh. It takes that much effort. It takes, a, it takes literally um, uh, uh, an entire crew of jacketed FBI agents showing their badges, arriving with a warrant that they had to go to a judge to get. Meanwhile, Daily Wire reports that the Department of Justice reportedly, and I've got it circled here on my notes. I'm showing it to the camera. um, Reportedly decided against monitoring President Joe Biden's legal team as it searched the president's Wilmington, Delaware home for classified documents. Oh, because apparently he was not a threat. DOJ officials Considered, I circled considered, sending FBI agents to monitor the search conducted by Biden's personal attorneys, but they decided against the oversight to avoid, quote, complicating the investigation. What does that even mean? And because Biden's legal team had been cooperative. Last I checked, Trump's legal team was being cooperative. They'd had sit-down meetings. They were responding to requests. You just didn't like what you heard. Since after 10 classified documents were found in Biden's office at a think tank in D.C., by, by the way, why did he still have the think tank in D.C.? The Penn Biden Center. He's a sitting president. Why was there still an office with his nameplate on the door? What? I haven't heard that question asked yet. And, and oh, by the way, keep in mind, too, the Penn Biden Center, classified documents were in the closet of his office. The Penn Biden Center was not created until a year after he left the vice presidency. 
So the documents that showed up at the Penn Biden Center, they didn't come with him when he left the vice presidency. They came with him a year later, at least. We have no idea where they were in the interim. And he didn't remember. He didn't know what he had for breakfast, but you know what I'm saying. It says, after 10 classified documents were found in Biden's office at a think tank in D.C., Biden's attorneys prepared to search the president's other properties for sensitive government papers. They had themselves an oh, crap moment. Oh, crap. We found 10. Oh, gee, what do we do now? We, where else Where else could they? Could he have some in his house? Oh, geez, I hope not. Next to the Corvette? Oh, man. Anyway, DOG officials, DOJ officials met with Biden's attorneys ahead of the search, and the two sides agreed to allow Biden's team to conduct the search without immediate oversight from the FBI. Now, it takes an FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago, well-publicized, with photographs of the documents staged out on the floor leaked out to the press. No, no, not with President Biden. I mean, dang, it's good to be a Democrat, right? By contrast, it says in this article, by contrast, in August, the FBI had raided Trump's residence of Mar-a-Lago to recover allegedly classified documents. And in November, Attorney General Merrick Garland handed the DOJ investigation into Trump's documents to a special counsel. Mm. So the question I have, though, is, how did they do this? How did the DOJ authorize these attorneys? To my knowledge, these attorneys do not have uh, the proper level of classification. So to answer the question from somebody on the text line a moment ago, and I apologize, I can't recall which one asked the question, um, is that, that there's literally no knowing why these attorneys were the ones who were doing it, who prompted them to go do it. Secondly, there's also apparently no clearance for these attorneys to do it. And yet the DOJ, who is so concerned with classified documents that they have to raid Mar-a-Lago, they're so concerned. And yet, you know, hey, you're an attorney? You got a clearance? Well, listen, just don't look too hard, all right? What the heck? It's one of those side stories that builds the entire picture for you. Here's another one for you. You ready for this? Daily Wire again. The White House won't say if the feds are searching for more Biden classified documents or if the or if Biden himself is even involved in the search. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, bless her heart. By the way, we're in Alabama. Here's the way it works. Those of y'all listening on the podcast in California or Ohio, just understand, if I say bless your heart, that's not a good thing. You can say anything you want to in Alabama about a person as long as you add bless their heart to the end of it. You know what I'm talking about, Boomer, all right? I mean, I, I mean, I can, I can be talking. Bless their hearts. Yeah, bless, bless their hearts. Bless their heart. Bless their little heart. <laughs> Boy's dumb as a bag of hammers. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. You know, girl's got a face can stop a truck. Bless her heart. <laughs> I can just, I can, just, as long as you add bless your heart, you can say anything about anybody. All right. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, bless her heart, refused to say Tuesday's press. I'm going to do that a lot now. That's my new thing. That's going to be good. I may, I may wind up having to have a sound effect you hit a button for that has somebody going, like some like somebody's grandma yelling, bless their heart, Ooh, in a southern draw. I need to start writing down all my sound effects that I need to get. <laughs> all right. Anyway, White House Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, bless her heart, refused to say during Tuesday's briefing whether or not federal officials were still searching for additional cla- – by the way, this, this, this story came out last night. So they're asking – right now the press is asking, hey, KJP, 
are there more documents? Do we know? Are they still are they still hunting? Uh, is it safe to assume now? The question was asked by the Associated Press reporter Zeke Miller. Is it safe to assume now that all the documents have been recovered? Well, why would we think any different? The archives told us there weren't any to begin with, uh, but there were. Jean-Pierre, the hyphenated name, um, uh, refused to answer the question, bless her heart, claiming that she was just being prudent by letting the DOJ special counsel investigation into Biden continue without commenting on it. Now, like I said earlier, she's got a sorry job. Now, she's doing a sorry job in her sorry job, but she's got a sorry job. So, but then during another part of the same press conference, she was asked if Biden himself was physically involved. Is he helping open boxes and show people what's in them? Uh, she responded by saying that she was trying to be very clear that she would not comment on the investigation. And, and then she was also asked, because she told us last week that there were no more documents, and there were. She was asked a question by another reporter. Did you not know on Friday that those doc documents had been found when you were at the podium, or were you being directed by someone else not to be forthcoming? To which she took issue. I have been forthcoming from this podium. What I said yes to was at the moment, at the statement at the time, was what we all had. Well, you had the statement, and I was repeating what the White House counsel was saying at the time. In other words, I don't, 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 I don't. That's what they told me to say. That's what she was saying. Wow. All right. Just so you know, another side story that just kind of paints the big picture. Paints the big, broad brush picture. That gives you all the flavoring for the recipe, if you will. Fox News reports, as of yesterday, the Biden classified document scandal, a watchdog group has now filed an ethics complaint over the fact that the White House counsel's office is involved. So here's the thing. Without belaboring too much about this, there's an organization called Protect the Public Trust. They filed a complaint with the U.S. government Office of Government Ethics on Tuesday, claiming that there's a violation of the um, standards of their conflicts. There's a conflict of interest, actually, uh, by the White House counsel, the official White House counsel. The White House counsel, who is there to protect the president's position, acting on behalf of the president in his individual capacity. They said that this is a clear violation. He's doing something. Where'd it go? It creates an untenable conflict of interest, the complaint reads. It provides a benefit to President Biden himself for things that he did prior to his presidency. Ah, good point. Lastly, what are the political ramifications? I don't know. This is speculation. But Breitbart.com is reporting as of yesterday that there are White House aides and other political pundits who are saying that what we're seeing right now unfold is something that could definitely hurt President Biden's ability to run again in 2024, which I think is part of the issue. I think that it's, it's, just, it's become far too easy to watch him get thrown under the bus during this, this whole scandal. I think this has been something that they need to have happen because they don't want him running again. Charlene and I were talking earlier. She's always as, as, as astute or more astute than I am about po political things. She said that she also thinks that there's something going on with the Hunter Biden investigation and that this is an opportunity to try and get ahead of it and grab the narrative because there's going to be documents they're going to find that deal with Hunter Biden, and they're trying to grab them real quick and put them in places where they can't be as easily obtained. <laughs> I think that's a pretty fair possibility, too. All right, there you have it. I finished number one of the Triple Dipper. Going to take a break right now. We're going to come right back. 
switch gears to hashtag AL politics, talk about some things that are happening in the political realm right here in the great state of Alabama. You guys stay tuned. We got lots of doings. You're going to want to hear what your secretary of state just did. It's good. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.